Yo, what's going on, everybody? I'm Ian Pierno. And this is Joseph Williams, intern Joe, and this is episode two of Survival of the Fitted, the official podcast for League Fits. Mm. To start this one off, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a little quick recap of what was going on over the weekend. I know my man Ian was over out in Massachusetts, as it's called. <laughs> so we want to talk about what, 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 why were you out in Massachusetts, Ian? What was going on, man? Yeah, so I want everyone to know, y'all didn't hear like a little like brainstorm before the podcast, but Joe did not know. He asked me, A, how to pronounce Massachusetts and didn't know Massachusetts was a state. Um, I had to ask any- the people from Canada how to, how to say Massachusetts. Yeah, come on. J- Joe's like a year away from having a degree, so he has time to figure it out. But um, I was out there coaching the slam three-on-three team at the U.S. Basketball National Tournament and like... Three on three, like Olympic basketball, FIBA basketball is crazy, bro. Like it's so fast paced. Like so when someone scores, it goes through the hoop and like you grab it and you keep going. You don't like check up. You don't check it up. No. So if the other team scores, you grab the ball, clear it and it keeps going. You got to be like crazy in shape. Um, but anyways, I brought four of my boys out there um, to this like huge competition against like pro three on three teams and stuff. And like. We did pretty solid and we didn't practice. Two of our guys had never played three on three before and we were like beating some pro teams. It was pretty fun. So how far how far did you guys how far did you guys go in this tournament? Um we blew so it's first to twenty one, um, and we blew a nineteen thirteen lead in the sweet sixteen. Bro, what's going on? Didn't you have that dude who's like nine feet tall on your team? What's his yeah, name? Mama some Mama do. He's seven foot six. Um He's like eight foot eleven. How the hell did you yeah. lose? I don't know. But man, we we beat the champions. So technically by like transitive property or whatever, we're the champions. Okay. Team Slam. Put that on the resume. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to put that on my LinkedIn right now. Out, yeah, do it, man. We got um, we got the many more uh metamorphoses of Ian. We got Poppy Pierno with the fashion, <laughs> then we got head coach Pierno, and then we got ISO Ian on the court, dude. We got to keep adding it to it. We got three nicknames already and we're only on episode 2. Facts. That's legendary. We're going to keep running with this three-on-three team all summer, and I'm going to be the emergency player in case like, anyone gets hurt. That's hard. So we catch the odds that that happens. But anyway, when, when I was there, something like popped out to me. So, you know, like I was out there and, you know, I, I think I, I think I dress cool. Yeah. You know, and you I, I definitely probably turned it up a little bit like you know like i i laid my outfits out before i went you know i put a little thought into it and i was there everyone was asking like dudes in like under armor polos if they was the coach of the team and i was yes. like no no man it's me i was wearing like war lotus hoodie like some different shits bro and <laughs> i just want to start like a movement that coaches should be able to dress any level i feel like we're starting to see that low-key in the league with the whole you could just wear like what the they got the the collared shirts and whatnot now you don't have to wear the suits ian's pushing the needle over in the red bull three-on-three tournament you know what yeah. i'm saying but even Throwing a collared shirt still like a like an under armor polo bro like i'm trying to see like i want to see greg popovich and it could even be like some calm shit like i want to see war i want to see like greg popovich in like a warren lotus tea and some vans bro <laughs> and like some shades inside we could do that who do you think? So okay, the- so if so oh, if yeah. you're if you're wearing a fit and you're on the sideline at the same time, are you head coach Ian or are you Poppy Pierno at that point? Because you're kind of mixing the two. I'm the baby of both. 
So you just metamorphosis yeah. of both. I don't really know what I'm doing when I coach either. I won't lie to you. I don't really watch basketball like that. (laughs) So probably more Poppy Pure now. But, you know, I'm a little mix of both. I was going to ask you on your guys' strategy. Do you just lob it to the nine-foot dude the whole time or what's up? Like, Yeah, dog. Um, and I like, dude, I was on like my Bill Belichick hustle too. Like the teams we played, I went and like, I like watched their practices and stuff and like made a little scout room for, I felt like, I felt so important, bro. And the whole time I was driven, dog. (laughs) But, um, who do you think, I don't even, I don't even think I can name all the NBA coaches, but like, I know a handful. Who do you think, like, if they like strip the dress code for coaches, who do you think would stunt? I think the dude from, I don't know his name because I'm not really like a hooper hooper like that, but the coach for Utah, he Quinn played Snyder. at Duke. Yeah, he just looks cool as hell, dude. I'm like, bro, this guy could probably put on a fit and like take anybody's girl. Like, I feel like he's just like, he's just like young and in that wave. Low key, uh, same with Brad Stevens, like the coach for Boston. I feel like he could put like put uh, put some fits together. Plus, if you're coaching Utah, you already know JC going to like hook you up. You know what I mean? Right. You got... Yeah, so like that's hard right there. He'll he'll probably stunt. Brad Stevens and Brad Stevens like coach at like a Mormon school before the Celtics. Butler. Yeah, I think Gordon Hayward there. Uh, Gordon Hayward went there too. Yeah, it's all in the family. I don't think he would dress cool, but Quinn Snyder, he's got like greasy hair. Like, oh man, he would be smooth. Imagine like, oh, this is so cliche, but imagine like like his like the greasy hair slicked back. You know what I mean? My man's got yeah. like shades inside and like a gucci sweatsuit like he's floyd mayweather bro <laughs> i would tap into the nba so much more i know we're missing we're definitely missing a couple coaches for sure there's definitely some young coaches out there that were definitely like yeah dropping some former player on. coaches too yeah but i don't know yeah all right we should both watch more basketball we work at slam um yeah you'd think it'd be part of the job but yeah. it's tough all right, so we have some other things going on this weekend too. It wasn't just strictly three on three hoops. I don't know if you how much of this you caught over there in Massachusetts. You know Massachusetts. the land of Massachusetts. You know what I'm saying? But uh, there was a little boxing match that happened over the weekend. Thoughts mm-hmm. on Battle of the Platform? What are you thinking about that? TikTok saw, versus YouTube. I saw. I yeah, uh, that's hard. Explain it to me real quick. Explain it like I'm five years old in like twenty seconds or less. Okay, so an iPhone, you shoot videos on an iPhone and you could put the videos onto this app that's called TikTok. Or you could put it onto this app that's called YouTube. A lot of a lot of beef between a few of the bigger, you know, influencers on this app. They wanna mm. I don't even know why they're fighting, to be honest. There's a lot of money in it, but Oh, was this was the Bryce sick. Hall thing? Yeah, this is like Bryce Hall versus Austin McBroom. DDG was in there, yeah, looking like baby Floyd. It's pretty. It's pretty hard. What are your What are your thoughts on like the the state of the internet with the whole YouTube versus TikTok beef? I mean, the internet is a horrible place, but I mean, <laughs> if this is already happening, it's kind of above us now. And I guess we got to have the league fits, slam kicks, battle the platforms, right? What? Okay, so it's me. It's league fits and slam kicks. We got to do a boxing match now. Yeah, we're putting it out there on the internet, man. Yeah, the, and you power, you would fight. You're the, the intern. You're fighting. What do you mean? I'm not fighting. I'm like 140 <laughs> an- pounds. Okay. That's another thing too. When I was watching these highlights, I don't have an ounce of that in me. Like there's not an ounce of like, all right, time to go eight rounds or five rounds or fight this dude for 10 minutes. Like I would like get punched in the face and be like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like this is not fun for me no more. Like my nose is bleeding. Like I want to go home. Like I don't have an ounce of that in me, dude. 
So you're definitely right. fighting. But Let's yeah. recruit like a super buff intern. <laughs> we get a, who are we, who are we, who are we recruiting for that? Oh, eight foot dude, mama dude, whatever his name is. <laughs> he could box too. Put him in the <laughs> ring, dog. Mama dude's my boy, but he's not hitting nobody, bro. Reach crazy, reach crazy, punch somebody from the other turnstile. All right, man, slam kicks. We calling you out for the battle of the platforms. Anyways, we got Ty Young, the best dressed WNBA hooper, the best dressed hooper maybe ever, coming on the podcast next. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Here it is. Skirt. Skirt. Yo, we here with Ty Young, the flyest basketball player alive, period. Not WNBA player, just, just ball player, period. Another North Carolina legend. Yo, what's good, Ty? Hey, what's up, man? You too kind for those words. I appreciate all the love. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's not love, it's just honesty. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. So the word on the street is is you went to Michael Jordan's high school. I'm not is that true? Michael Jordan went to Ty's high school. Get it right. We got Ty on the I show did. today. We only yeah. got MJ on the show today, yo. Show some love. Okay, my bad, my bad, well, my I mean, bad. He is older. So I keep yeah. my you know what I mean? He's older, so it's okay. I went to his high school. <laughs> Va- valid, valid. Okay, so, you know, this is League Fits Podcast, so we're going to talk a little fashion, but uh, I need to get your thoughts. We'll start with Mike, I guess. Like, I want to know your thoughts on Michael's fashion game today, like 2020 Mike. So I feel like 2021 Mike is the same Mike. I don't think like he really changed his mm-hmm. his style much, you know. Like mm-hmm. when you see Mike, you're like, "That's Mike. That's just how he always dressed. He never like changed from trends. He just wore what he wanted to wear." And with mm-hmm. him being MJ, you know, the goat, it's like he can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> but just because he's the goat, right? <laughs> right, just because he's the goat. If it was anybody else, you know, it'd be a problem. But it's MJ, so he get away with he get away with that. All right. Well, I got to ask. I know you're a ball player first, but like, you know, one day the ball's going to stop bouncing. You're going to be in the style game forever. If you became Mike's stylist, what's the first? And you, you go into his closet. What's the first thing to you, whether you're adding stuff, throwing stuff away? Like, what's that first day is Mike's stylist like? I'm getting rid of Mike jeans, okay? Everybody <laughs> Big knows that wear Mike, that Mike wears, okay? Mike already got his swag. He already got his shoe game. We getting rid of the jeans for starters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you replacing with? What like? Okay, say you're you're fitting out Mike. Who's like shit? Like Mike's like in his fifties now, right? You're fitting yeah. Mike out just just to sit courtside at, at the game at one of his games, one of the Hornets game. Like what you what you putting together? Like you know, he's Jordan Brand. He's he's MJ. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep him with his his style. You know, I might put him on a nice jogging suit that's not too baggy, too big. Um, he could still wear his jeans, but I just feel like <laughs> a lot of his jeans, you know, are a little outdated. So we're going to get some better fitting, more stylish jeans. You going to put him Jeez. in some skinny Amiris? No, nah, I'm not going to put him in his skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, oh. Some cool jeans or some, you know, cargo type style pants. 
I hear that. I hear that. I could I could see Mike in some cargos. So when Michael Jordan listens to the League Fits podcast, because we all know he's gonna tap into this. One thousand percent. Holla at Ty once the ball stops balance. You got a little stylish. She gonna get you some cargos, some courtside cargos. Hashtag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So moving on to like you and you know kind of the state of fashion the WNBA. I I think. You'd probably agree, but tell me if I'm wrong. Um, you and Cappy, Cappy Pondexter were the pioneers of fashion in, in the women's hoop world. And she's out of the league. You've been in the league a long time. How have you seen the scene um, in the W and basketball in general kind of evolve since you joined the league? Um, I've seen it evolve tremendously, especially, you know, with the league fix and the fact that you guys uh, started showing the women love. I've seen females that before didn't really care about their style step their game up and you know for me I've always just been into fashion been into how I look how I feel how I present myself and now it's like cameras are everywhere on us and I feel like other players are feeling that now too like I don't want to get caught on cameras looking crazy or <laughs> I do want you know to get some love and I'm into my fashion now especially a lot of the younger kids I think mm -hmm. with social media, they've gotten way more attention than a lot of the the older uh, WNBA players, like even starting in college. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with them, they got a, a head start early. But for yeah. like other players that is probably my age or a little younger, um, I've seen them, you know, step their game up since, you know, Lee Fix started showing the females more love mm -hmm. as well. So you and Cappy Pondexter, I think you'd agree, were the pioneers of fashion in the hoop world. And you've been in the league in a minute. And you just said how, like, you've been dressing for a minute. But now the women's basketball scene is just getting more attention just because there's more cameras. Like, literally, it's just like that. Um, so talk to me a little bit more where we're at about uh, just how you and Cappy kind of pioneered that whole movement. Um, you know, for sure, it started with Cappy. Uh, she took a lot of heat, almost like with AI, taking the heat for being an athlete and being into fashion um, before it was, you know, like an issue. Like, you're not focused on your game because you care about how you look or the way you dress. And for me, I feel that it doesn't take away from your game. You can still love your game and want to be great at what you do on the court and want to be presentable, want to look nice. Mm -hmm. For people like Cappy or for myself, you know, it's easy. It's not complicated. Like we're just taking a lot of time and trying to put a fit together where it's taken away from our craft, you know, like when you right. got it, you got it. And I feel the people that are not into fashion mm -hmm. probably is more of distractions than it is to, to be something else. But we're more than just basketball players. And, you know, like Dion said, look good, feel good, play good. And I, and I feel the same exact way about that. Yeah. And if you play good, they pay good. That's the last Facts. part. <laughs> can't leave out, can't leave out that last part. Can't leave out that last part. Well, it's also crazy. Cause like, you're never going to holler at like an accountant because he came like, like his two piece suit. They're like, Oh, he's too fresh. He can't do his job as an accountant as well. Cause his suit or whatever is like too fly. You know what I mean? Like, I think Joe, Joe reads the comments on these league fits posts too, whether it's like Kuzma and, Shit, even like posting you, anyone that's fly, it's like, yeah. oh, but uh, are they getting their jump shots up? It's like, dude, yeah. focus on the game. I'm like, why can't they do both? Like, it's not that yeah. hard to put a fit on. Yeah. Like, you know? they getting their jumpers up. They're pro basketball players. Yeah, man. <laughs> the heck is going even on? if you have a game where you're having an off night, they're like, oh, they're too worried about that outfit. And you're like, 
some athletes have stylists, so they're not actually worried about their outfit because they mm -hmm. have someone pick it out for them. Yeah. And then yeah. it just comes natural. So, you know, I feel like with anything that's great, are you showing love to someone? It's always going to be critics. It's always going to be haters. So yeah. it is what it is. Okay. Speaking on the stylist thing, we talked about your future styling Michael Jordan. Um, who who do you who do you take input from when you're putting things together? Whether it's a stylist, your girl, like, is there anyone that you usually be like, hey, what do you think about this, or like run things past, or is it just like I'm tired, I'm locked in, I'm picking this, fuck what y'all think. For the most part, yeah. I pick out my own clothes and I just mm -hmm. wear whatever I feel. There are times where I'm uh indecisive about what i want to rock and i'll contact my best friend and mm -hmm. i'm like yo what shirt do you think i should rock or you know i give him options that i've selected and you mm -hmm. know he'll help me out sometimes but other than that just myself but it's been other people whose style i love and appreciate that i might take a little bit from um which is rihanna which mm -hmm. is chris now and also uh shout out to courtney's chris stylist i love the way he dresses chris and I just love her eye for fashion and not everything is designer and high end, you know, like mm -hmm. she mixed it up and that's the same way I like to um, dress for myself too. So. I feel that. I feel that because you can't, you can't, it's really true. You can't buy swag. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I also love Courtney. Courtney is like, shit that's one of the goats in this like athlete styling game all her clients look a little different like kevin love don't look like chris deandre don't like chris you know what i mean like everyone yep. like has their own flow i like that about her like she dresses everyone to their unique own swag and they all are fly yeah all right so you talked about how you've been doing this dressing thing for a minute but be honest with me here when was the moment when you were like yo I'm the fly ass athlete. Was that in high school? Was it your rookie year? Was it a few years into the league? Like that moment where you're like, this is like my, I, I'm known for this. Like I recognize that this is like part of my role and who I am in this like mm -hmm. hoop ecosystem. Honestly, it's been since probably high school. Um, you know, my style changed and evolved throughout the years, but at every level, people have always commented on my flyness or you know, my swag or how I dress um, every level, high school, starting at high school, uh, mm -hmm. middle school, not so much, but high school, college, and then um, as a pro. Um, and then the name T Swaggy came actually when I was in Chicago, one of my teammates, Jackie uh, Jamelos, who's now an assistant coach for New York. She just mm -hmm. uh, one day was like, yo, like I swear T, you be so fly, and she just started calling me T Swaggy, and then other people just started <laughs> calling me T Swaggy, so I just stuck with it. <laughs> that's, that's hard. That's tough. Okay, hold up. So if it started in high school, like shit, like run me back to like Laney High School. Like give me an example. Like what's because there's no league fits. There's no like Instagram when you was in high right. school. But like what you was walking in the locker room and everyone was like. Was it like one of those like old like two thousands like sitcom TV shows where like you walking down and people at their lockers like oh shit like look what Ty got on it, like it was <laughs> like that for sure but then like mm -hmm. I would just wear different stuff like mm -hmm. I started wearing uh, baseball socks with my slouch socks and then you will see other people start doing that so it's like okay like. Obviously, y'all like it because now y'all bite in the style. And then, um, you know, people will talk about it. And in the accolades from the yearbook, 
um, I got, you know, best athlete, but then other people would be like, oh, you should have got best dress too, you know? So it was just like word of mouth and people just commenting and saying things. That's real. That's real. Um, and so you touched on like accessories, talking about like socks and things like that. Um, this te not technically clothes, but I've always kind of viewed like tattoos and inks as an, ex as an accessory. Um, how has like uh, your, your tattoos, because you have plenty, kind of played a role into like even your outfits and how they, I guess, complement yeah. what you wear? Mm -hmm. So uh, as I got older and started uh, uh, being more comfortable with knowing, okay, like this is my job, this is my career, I can get more tattoos. Um, before, I never really used to wear shorts a lot because uh, I'm mm -hmm. always but then it's like, as I got my leg sleeve, as I got a more tattoos, I want to wear shorts because I feel like it kind of goes with the fit and the swag. Like you said, mm -hmm. it's like an accessory, the tattoos. So sometimes I will wear certain fits just to show off my tattoos as well and have them out. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. So I hope you thought about this. If not, you could take a second. But your okay. all league fits team, so you know starting five position doesn't matter. But like any time era, any gender, like you just you're starting five. We're gonna ask everyone who comes on here. So women and men. Yeah, and it can be any time era. You can it's up to you. You can leave it to this time era, any time era, however you want to do it. Uh, okay. Uh, I will put AI. Good. Pick. I can put my right. Hell yeah. I'll put myself for sure. I'll put Cappy, um, put Chris Paul, and Tina Thompson. Oh, Tina. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. That's a solid five. I love Chris Paul. People are going to be like, what? Chris Paul, she wildin'. You're not yeah. wildin'. I, just, I want you to know that you're not wildin'. I right read some of the comments, too, and I'm like, Chris be fly. You know, like, yeah. and that's what I said. Like, you know, a lot of people think fly is about designer and having all the flashy stuff, but Chris has his swag, and he, I think he's fly. Oh, PJ Tucker, too. It's oh, fly. Shout out to, it's shout shout out to PJ. PJ Tucker. North Carolina kids, man. That's like, a Carolina <laughs> thing? Yeah, that's a Carolina thing. Chris Chris is Carolina. You don't know about that, Joe, but yeah. I, I'm, uh, oh, yeah. PJ, I'm odd man PJ out. Went, PJ went to my high school, which, you know, Enlo, Southeast Raleigh. <laughs> like, you know, like, he was way before me, but shout out to PJ, man. He's For got sure. the 919 number still. Shit. Carolina right, invaded the episode, like man. too. Yeah. Say what? I said Westbrook style too. I like Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. Well, Westbrook, like, kind of. So let's say that Cappy was the Iverson. Like, I think, you know, in terms of like kind of took the heat for it and things like that. Then, like, call me crazy, but then you're kind of like the Westbrook in the terms of the sense that once the camera started being there, you were the star. Yeah. Um, or Westbrook was the you. You know what I mean? I, there is no like. <laughs> You know Passing the torch, kinda. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pass yeah. the torch. Like, uh, like mentally, as far as like what we wear, like we don't care what other people think. Like, and I feel like Westbrook yeah. is like that as well. He's gonna wear what he wants to wear, whether people like it or not. It's like this is what I want to wear, and I don't care what you think. And I feel the same exact way. There's no way he reads his Instagram comments. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how much do you read your Instagram? Wait, hold up, hold up. You get a League Fits post. Do you read the comments? Yeah, sometimes I do. Like, if I if I have time and I'm just sitting here, yeah, I read them. Mm -hmm. But I've gotten... Shout out. Uh, you know, even with being on reality TV and having certain mm -hmm. uh, type of people that feel they could just say anything to you, I've gotten tough skin with it. And 
like I used to respond back and now I just block people and just go on about my business. Mm-hmm. Protect like, your energy. Yeah, I just block it because I'm like, clearly you just want some attention. And a lot of times it's people from private or fake pages. Yeah, exactly. that's the worst. Exactly. The private account, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah, when they when they like don't got the emoji when they don't got the picture or their pictures like the like the yes. Jordan crying face or a meme yeah. or something, you're like, Oh, it's gonna get toxic in here. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're just right. I'm not giving you the energy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't share your energy with that. Um so I gotta know the story behind, like the story behind um that LeBron jersey you wore where it had part of his Cavs jersey, part of his Lakers jersey, part of his Miami jersey. How like just tell me? Shout out to Pat, our graphic designer, had made that in like a graphic, yeah. and you got the actual jersey made. I gotta know the story behind that. So I didn't even know like who made the graphic, but I've seen the graphic, you know, when it was posted. And so Jersey Jacks, that makes a lot of custom jerseys for me, I sent it to him like, yo, like we should create this, or he might have, he might have said something about it. But when he was able to create it, you know, I was like. I can't wait. I'm going to rock it. So that's how we came about that, just from that picture. That's dope. So that's that, for sure. That's so crazy. Yeah. Can you talk to us about Ty Gear? I was kind of stalking the Instagram page, kind of liking what I see. Just talk to us about how it is just running a brand and whatnot. Thank you. Uh, it it has some long nights uh, where I'm up just trying to figure out what designs I want to make. A lot of my clothing... Uh, represents myself and um, like motivational pieces. I mean, tomboy is what I consider myself as. Like I'm feminine, I'm chick, but I still like to wear men's clothes. So I consider myself a tomboy. Um, And then like my other clothing with BU or talks about loyalty. Those are things that I'm big on. And I just felt like with my brand is live and be comfortable the TY one way. And Mm -hmm. that's just how I present myself. I'm a be myself. And that's just how I present my brand as well. Yeah, that's hard. If you need somebody to model the next line, me and Ian are right here for you. I'm just saying, throw some hey, around, show some love. I got some new pieces coming out, and I'll yeah. be sure to tell some. Nah, I'm talking like I'm talking like let's rent out a beach in Malibu, and like me and Joe will take thotty pics in the gear. Like hey, let's like I'm saying we'll model it for you. Like we we trying to be the lookbook. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait. Okay, so you're committing right now. I'm committing. I'm all in. Let's yeah, we do got it. it on wax. Speaking, oh speaking of the gear, we need a we need a run through what you're wearing right now. We need, oh, yeah, we, need yeah, a, yeah. we need a quick fit. Yeah, we need a little fit check. Yeah, so right now I got yeah. my top boy hoodie. It's mm-hmm. hand dyed. I hand dyed it myself with bleach. And okay. you know, like I said, tomboy is one of the things that I rep. And mm-hmm. it's just the hoodie. Little hand dyed hoodie. I like that. I like, and you said you did it yourself. I hand dyed it myself. Yeah. So originally it was black, and then the mm-hmm. right and red with white trim, and then I hand dyed it with bleach. Damn, that that's what's up. Getting it, getting yeah. gritty with it. Yeah, that's, I, those I are long nights. Get to work. So yeah. every piece that was sold like this, I actually hand dyed it myself. So do you I mean, hand dye every single one of those? Yes. What? Those are the yeah. long nights right there. Those are the long yeah, exactly. nights that she referenced. Like, those are the long are nights right there. People don't know about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm very hands-on with my business. So literally, definitely, I hand out all the pieces, the t-shirts, anything that's, that's hand out like this. I did. Shout that's out. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Most like some people that run, do like these like fashion brand things. Like it's kind of on autopilot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
they're sending it to China and be like, all right, when it's back, it's back. That's yeah. I love yep. that. You, you, you're getting your hands in it. You know what I mean? Literally. Um, yeah. Well, yo, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for joining us. This was for sure. It was surreal, and I meant it when I said that it was surreal that we had the flyest basketball player ever on this podcast. So <laughs> I appreciate you a lot. I appreciate you too. Carolina in the building. We eat. We eat in ice all summer. <laughs> eating ice. We're eating ice all summer. You heard it here first. Bring the right. bay. Well, we'll see you uh, at the next lookbook shoot. You know, out on the beach in Malibu, taking our thotty pictures in the. Yeah, gear. Wait. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Later. Peace, fam. Yo, that was so sick talking to Ty Young. Yo, goat is so overused, but that's an actual goat right there. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. You see the fits, the resume speaks for itself. Greatest of all time. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the mailbag. One of the questions we got is basically just asked. So many of the captions are music related. What artists are we feeling right now? Give us three. Three artists? I was not anticipating three artists. Okay, give us one. Give us one you're looking out for. Okay. Who am I? If I'm going in my whip right now, who am I playing? See, I feel like the artist that I listen to, which is kind of weird because I know I'm the guy who like kind of, especially at first, I would throw a lot of like hip hop Mm -hmm. captions out there, like little baby captions and stuff like that. But I mean, honestly, I don't know if it counts as an artist, but honestly, anything that really like Travis Barker is playing the drums on or producing. Like I'm bound mm-hmm. to listen to it. I know you know what I'm talking about, but thanks, bro. Yeah, bro. That's that's the wave. So like, if if Travis is Travis is playing the drums on it, then like I'm probably I'm probably knocking it. I have so many like random like artists in my playlist that I don't even know like really like that, but like has like mm-hmm. one million views on YouTube, but like featuring Travis Barker, and like I'm just automatically listening to it every single time. Facts. So yeah, Travis Barker's swaggy too, bro. I actually love him and Courtney. No, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a hard relationship right there. Definitely not a midlife cute. crisis. Definitely not a midlife crisis. But hey. they're they're cute though. At first, I was like, nah, this is weird. But now it's like also an overused word. But now I'm like, oh, nah, this is goals. Goals. Like I just want to get like yatted up and like hang out with my shorty all day. No, yeah, facts. Um, for me, I've been diving back into my Vince Staples rotation, like. Including like old Vince. Like what was, the, I forget the name of the mixtape that he made with Mac Miller that's on SoundCloud. I've been listening like that and um, some of his albums again because he's dropping, he hasn't dropped music in like years, like well his own album. Um, and he's dropping, he's supposed to be dropping two this year. Um, so I've been like listening to Vince Staples over and over, watching um, his episode on Kenny Beats freestyling show. I'm totally blanking on the name. Um, and I'm super excited to see what he does. Like in terms of like the kind of hip hop I like, like Vince Staples is like the nucleus of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I, I feel like you can like Vince Staples without for someone like me, I can't name one Vince Staples song, but I'm very familiar with like North him, North. He's just a he's just like a he's just like a like a the person like the personality like the celebrity yeah. is like there you know what i mean like it's right. just beyond he's, music like he's bigger than that he's mad funny on twitter too yeah i, I feel like i've seen hella that's what i'm saying i feel I feel like i've seen hella tweets of like vince stables and i can't even i could probably name more vince stables tweets than i can songs 
<laughs> that like was a diss, bro. Good. I know you didn't no mean it as a diss, but that's a diss. I don't want no smoke. I know he's a crip. I don't want no smoke, dog. I'm just trying to do my podcast and make it back home. That's all I'm trying to do, bro. All right, dog. So what is some tra- that next question? What are some trends you're feeling around the league? Okay, yeah. I like this question. So I'm really rocking with the with the unisex wave right now. Mm-hmm. I know some some like fits that I could think of, and it's always like like the comment section is always like crazy on these, but like yeah. we we posted Tyler Hero. I don't remember the name of the shirt. I think you probably do. Like that long sleeve transparent shirt. It was but a Rick Owen that, sweater. The Rick Owen shirt. There we go. The Rick yeah. Owen shirt. I know PJ literally just pulled up in like mm-hmm. some like crazy thing yesterday. The comments on that were like. It just brings out the insecureness in people, basically. But, like, I like that because we post plenty of, like, sweats tucked into the socks with the Air Jordan 1s. Like, you guys can get that, you know, everywhere else. But, like, <laughs> let's actually try to do something different, dude. Like, I, yeah. I like the I'm, – I'm rocking with the unisex wave right now. Yeah, I know. It pains me. I'll do, like, the socks tucked into the sweats in, in the Nike tech and wearing, like, some, like, mid-Jordan 1s. But, like, you can yeah. see that, like, at any high school in Nebraska. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. I, dude, I think honestly, like, bro, I think like in a hundred years, maybe sooner, like all clothes will be unisex. I'm here for it. Like, I don't think like you'll go to the store and buy like men's and women's clothing anymore. And another thing I liked too was like when I would think of like unisex clothes, I would think of like a, like, a specific like body type, like that whole like mm-hmm. Tyler Hero, Kelly Oubre type frame. But then, like, bro, PJ Tucker is not built like that at all. He put on some crazy stuff yesterday, nah. too. So it's like, it's it's really for everyone. Like, it's yeah. for the kids, bro. PJ, come on the show. PJ Tucker, come on the show. PJ Tucker, Enlo High School, what's going on? Come on the show. Anyway, yeah, man. So I, I feel that. I think I think you probably took my answer. But I love the really bold, like, two pieces guys are going with. Like, not even just, like, sweatsuit, but just two-piece outfits. Like, Chris Paul wore the, the lanest, like, knitted set the other day mm-hmm. um i love stuff like that because these guys dress like for like 100 games a year if you're in the playoffs um and you know that's the way to keep it smooth you know and you can still dress that up and make it your own whether it's adding like some cool glasses or, like a cool t-shirt underneath deciding what to do with the shoes you know things like that so if you're an nba player i support you you know getting in your two-piece bag speaking of boxing two pieces let's get it oh yeah okay yeah you see what i did I there like that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, y'all, that's a wrap for today. Thanks for tuning in. Episode two in the books. Yeah, man. See y'all next week. Peace.